everybody. Welcome back to the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and yoga instructor. This podcast is all about helping you feel strong and healthy through muscles, macros, and your mindset. Today, I have an awesome episode that is actually a replay of a Facebook Live I did in the Strong Mamas and Macros Facebook community all about results. So I got a lot of really great feedback on this Facebook Live, and I wanted to share it here today to make sure that you had the opportunity to take a listen to. As always, it's completely free to join us over in the Facebook community, but perhaps you don't have time to sit down and watch a Facebook Live, so this is a great way to get in some movement or to relax and be able to get the content as well. Hope you enjoy, and I will talk to you again soon. Hey, ladies. Happy Thursday. We are here today talking about results. This is one of the most frustrating aspects of a health and wellness journey for women um, in particular, because that's who I primarily work with in my programs. But being able to get the results that you feel like you deserve for the effort that you're putting in. So today, what I want to talk to you about are a few reasons that you may not be getting the results that you want. And I want you to give you some action steps that you can take right away to start to make shifts so that you can actually get the results that you're putting in the effort for, right? Um, Nobody starts to make these big lifestyle changes and put in this effort for zero results. Or maybe you've been getting some results and your results have stalled out. This would also be applicable to that. Either way, there's a reason that you are, you know, you're doing the workouts, you're eating well, you're doing all the things and you're just like, I want to give up because I'm not seeing what I feel like I should be seeing for the amount of effort this is taking. So let's dive right into reasons that you may not be seeing fat loss results in your journey. So number one, and you know, be ready for a little bit of tough love, you guys, because I want you to be able to take away from today's live actual actionable steps that you can take to actually get results. So sometimes that requires you to be a little bit vulnerable, a little bit honest, and to take a little closer look at what we're actually doing here. So number one is you're making tracking errors or you're not tracking your energy intake at all. And so I wanna talk a little bit about just tracking and in general. You guys that have worked with me either one-on-one or in some some of my group programs know that macros is a part of, of what I do. Macros is a part of my fat loss journey. I believe that all the women that work with me need three things in order to be successful, to successfully transform their body, their hormones, and their health, and that is muscles, uh, macronutrients, and mindset. So macronutrients are the things that we need in larger quantities. Um, I do believe in tracking your food intake for a period of time. Do I believe that it needs to be the forever strategy for you? Absolutely not. But we're talking specifically about having a fat loss goal, a muscle building goal, whatever your goal is, what we uh, what we measure, we can manage, right? And so if we're not appropriately measuring things, 
then we can't manage it. We can't make adjustments. We can't figure out really what's going on. So there is more than one way to actually track our, our intake. And I wanna talk about a couple of other things to actually track under this pillar as well. The first one is, you know, the go-to MyFitnessPal. Now, first of all, make sure that we're not defaulting through the 1200 calories. I'm gonna to get to that in another one of these bullet points as to why you may not be seeing the results that you want. Um, but being able to have a, a diary to where you can look back, okay, this is my, this is how much protein I'm taking in. Just as a bonus, you should be taking any in anywhere from 0.6 up to one gram per pound of body weight in protein every single day. Now, if you're new around here, you probably don't know, but I'm a huge proponent into understanding what we're taking in now. So pulling back just a little bit, and if you've never tracked before and you're not seeing results, step number one is gonna to be to start tracking. To start tracking for not restriction, not for deprivation, but from a, a point of awareness as to what we're actually taking in energetically. So energetically, calories are energy. A few other things that we can be tracking here are our steps. Are we staying consistent with our steps? We can be tracking our water intake. We can be tracking our sleep. These are all things that I am uh, fans of, track, of tracking. I have the women in my Strong Mamas and Macros program track sleep, mood, hunger, energy, and cravings. These are all really good metrics for what our metabolism is doing and what our metabolism is willing to do. It's called, um, this is from Dr. Jay Tita. He is one of my mentors. This is not original from me. It's called Schmeck. Um, so making sure that your snack stays in check is, is really, really good. So if I already have mentioned something that you're like, oh, I might be struggling with one of these areas, that could be an indicator of why you're not actually seeing results. If you're not a fan, a fan of my fitness pal, there are other apps. Chronometer is the other one that I'm familiar with, as well as Fitbit. If you have a Fitbit, Fitbit app, you can keep a food log there. There's also nothing wrong with good old pen and paper, the notes app in your phone, or keeping a photo journal. This is just a way for us to have documentation of what we're actually taking in each and every day, as well as just a little step in mindfulness and awareness as to what we're putting in. I have this conversation all the time. We're not gonna argue that broccoli may have a little bit more nutrition to it than a Snickers bar. Sometimes the Snickers bar is good for satisfaction and satiation, but overall, when it comes down to knowing what to eat or what's better for us to eat, that's not really the question. We know that. Sometimes it's timing and quantities and balance and things like that. That can be a little bit of a greater question there, um, but just having that awareness piece as well. The second reason that you may not be seeing results ties right along with um, mistracking. So tracking errors means that we are not weighing our food appropriately. So if you are already tracking and you're like, I track every single day and you're guesstimating on your amounts, I would encourage you to spend a period of time where we actually weigh your food. So weighing your food with a food scale, they're like 10 bucks on Amazon. The first thing that you'll be really amazed at is like volume. So I like to do this with a cup of rice. There's a lot of rice that I can pack into a cup and then I can put in my fitness pal one cup of rice. But if I weigh it, there can be up to 100 calories difference. And that can be really, really huge when we're looking at you know little bits and pieces as to why we're not seeing the results that we want. So make sure that you're actually measuring your intake. Um, I like to use a food scale when I'm at home. I'm definitely not one of those coaches. It's like, please take it on vacation, take it to restaurants and all that. There is a place for 
um, for guessing and for estimating and things like that. But when you're coming to me and you're saying, hey, I'm not seeing any results, I'm going to say, hey, let's start weighing your food and make sure that we're not really over or underestimating our actual intake. If we're looking to hit a protein goal and we are not measuring appropriately and we could be way over, way under, um, that could be a problem. That could be a huge problem as to why we're not seeing results. So along with not tracking is not tracking um, accurately. And then number two falls under our BLTs, our bites, our licks, and our taste. You, it is science that you have to be in an energy deficit in order to lose weight. That's how it works. Um, but there's a lot more to that. And if you're not going to go around here, you know that I talk a lot about hormones. I talk a lot about the metabolism and how our body is not just a calculator for energy intake and energy output, have a deficit, and that just automatically equals fat loss. It doesn't work exactly like that way, like that. But we do need to be in an energy deficit. And a lot of times I see people having these bites, these licks, these tastes, BLTs, and it's taking them right out of their deficit and they're not even aware of it. Because we think, oh, it's just a little bit of taste here. I'm having a little bit of my toddler's goldfish left over, a bite off of my husband's plate, so on and so forth. But these all add up. And if we're meeting our macronutrient requirements and we're getting right at our number, just having a little BLT can take us all the way over. A little spoonful of ice cream here, a little piece of cheese out of the fridge, all these things add up. So make sure you're tracking your BLTs, your bites, your licks, your tastes. This can be a huge reason that you're not seeing results. Number three, this is a big one. Um, you're over restricting on the weeks and you're blowing it out of the water on the weekend. This is something that I see time and time and time again when I do nutrition audits. Um, when I look at, at women's foods journals, they'll be super focused on eating clean, clean um, throughout the week. And then on the weekend, you feel like you've earned it. You feel like you deserve to have special treats and things like that. Here's what's the actual truth. You deserve to have any kind of treat or anything that's important to you seven days a week. So oftentimes when we're restrict, 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 holding it in through the week, all that does is make us feel restricted and deprived to the point that we overdo it on the weekend. Versus if we worked with a more flexible nutrition system and we worked in that 80-20 lifestyle, 80% of the time we're eating like our whole foods and then 20% of the time we can still sprinkle in what I call fun foods so that we never wind up feeling restricted or deprived. This will help us keep consistently moving through our weeks versus this chunk here is like this, this chunk here is like that. That's super inconsistent and will not yield fat loss. So again, this is all gonna come under that initial tracking. If you're not already tracking, I would encourage you to track. What are you doing on the week? What are you doing during the weekend? And how can we sort of mix that up to where it looks a little bit more consistent so we're doing the same thing consistently over and over and over again so that we can get the results that we want. Um, but restriction is a big thing on that, feeling like you can't have certain things there's a couple of different strategies that I teach in uh, my coaching program. One is intermittent sampling, which makes, which means that we can have little, little BLTs that we track here and there in order to avoid binging or feeling restricted or deprived. And then another one is preemptive cheats, making sure that we're pre-planning for treats and things like that during the week so that we never get to the point where we feel like we need to get to the weekend and we're just super, you know, jonesing for whatever. We go out to a restaurant and we feel like, oh my gosh, I hit all my workouts. I, I hit all my meals and then now I'm just gonna, you know, quote, treat myself when we could, you know, in all reality be tre treating ourselves all week and not making such a big deal about it and being more consistently and getting the, re consistent and getting the results that we wanna see. 
Um, number four is you're not actually in a deficit. And so this is also a super, super common thing. I like to remind people, yes, there are ways to DIY your nutrition program. Coaching is not for everyone. Um, but what I want you to also be mindful of are these online calculators that are computers. These computers have no way to consider your history. They have no way to consider your current hormone health, your uh, metabolic health, what's going on in your lifestyle. So many things that are variables that they don't um, have the information. They're just not capable of doing that yet. Um, so keep that in mind, but also considering are you overeating for where you are metabolically? This is huge. If you have a history of dieting for years and years and years and under eating, chronically under eating, no one needs 1200 calories or less per day. This is where I want to encourage you to go to bmi-calculator.net slash bmr. I'll put that in the, the comments and understand what your TDEE is or your basal metabolic rate. This is the energy that's required to just have your brain function, to have a normal cycle, all these things. And you'd be shocked to know how high that number is. Now, this isn't a call to, uh, to action to go ahead and just start eating that. If you have been chronically under eating, that's where things like reverse diets and things like that come into play so that we can train our metabolism to come with us. We can, we can essentially heal our metabolism or give it a break and bring it with us. Uh, but it's a good idea to know what that is. So that being said, we could actually be eating 12, 1300 calories and be in a surplus if we have a chronic dieting history and our metabolism has down-regulated to meet what we're doing. Our metabolism is incredibly smart. Um, it's designed to keep us safe. It's designed for survival. So it will adapt to what we're doing it. And we want to create a flexible metabolism so that we can eat absolutely as much food as we want and still get the results that we that we want and that we're working for. And yes, that is 100% possible. I have done it with myself. I've done it with client after client after client. More often than not, more restriction, more exercise is not the answer. It's better food, more food, and better exercise is the answer. The other reason that you may not be in a deficit, if you're like, well, I'm consistently you know, eating like 1,900 calories, whatever, we could be putting ourselves into a surplus or at the bare minimum maintenance. So if we're not actually actively gaining muscle or we're actually not actively gaining fat, then we're probably just hitting it up into maintenance, which is okay, but if your goal is fat loss, that's not gonna get you the results that you want. So making sure that we're actually in a caloric deficit is important. Calculations aside, understanding your tracking, understanding your BLTs, making sure you are tracking those BLTs, that can all be really, really important in making sure that we're in an actual deficit. Once again, inappropriate tracking, not weighing our food, not tracking our BLTs, that over restriction during the week, binging on the weekends, that can all take us out of a caloric deficit, which could be a big reason that you're not seeing the results that you want. Number five, we are five out of nine. Number five is that you're too focused on the scale and you're missing other areas of opportunity. This is another big one. That scale can be such a liar. Um, so start to look. This is where we go back into that schmet, that sleep, mood, hunger, energy, and cravings. Are these things that you've struggled with previously that you're starting to notice are getting better? This is why I'm a huge, huge, huge proponent of tracking just simple things like mood. 
simple things like energy. Like, are we getting, are, is our mood stabilizing? That's a good indication that our hormones are getting happier. And by the way, guys, without happy hormones, we will not have fat loss. Um, is your, is your energy staying more stable versus having that 3 p.m. slump or, you know, going up and down and up and down? That's a good indication that things are starting to stabilize your metabolism. It is getting happier and you're on the right track. Sleep quality improving. We're not super hungry all the time. Do not have to be hungry in order to lose fat. In fact, your body prefers for you to not go around being hungry all the time. That's a warning sign um, that can be stressful to the body. And stress is a huge, huge, huge reason that a lot of women don't lose weight um, or at least the weight that they want. So this is another way where tracking that schmet can be really, really helpful. Here's one of the saddest things that I see with women that have worked really, really hard on their health and wellness goals is that they're not noticing things other than the scale and they give up before the scale has the opportunity to even move. So notice things about strength, endurance, sleep, mood, hunger, energy, cravings, how are your clothes fitting, um, hair, skin, all these other things. Um, are you are you more motivated to work out? Are you enjoying your food? Are you happier? Do you feel healthier? There's so many different ways that this could be showing up other than the scale. And unfortunately, the scale is one of the last things to, to let go. So make sure that you're looking for all the little areas of opportunity before saying, this doesn't work, I'm just giving up. And again, if we are noticing those areas of opportunity, go back to, to one through four and look, are we... Have we just been surfing at maintenance? If we have, great. Um, that puts you in a really great place. If your schmack is in check and you've been in maintenance, that puts you in a really great place to go into a deficit and a really great place to lose the fat that you want to lose. Number six, you haven't been consistent. We've already talked about this. I'm afraid I'm going to sneeze. Um, but with tracking BLTs, being, quote, good during the week and losing it on the weekend, these are all ways that we can look for more consistency. Um, we can look for consistency in our tracking. We can look for consistency in our macronutrients. We can look for consistency in our workouts. We can look for consistency in our sleep. We can look for consistency um, in our daily leisure walks and our steps. Are we getting like 2,000 steps this day, 10,000 here, 4,000 here? Can we, is there anywhere that we can improve the consistency? This is where I encourage you to take a really, really deep look at your, your actions and your habits that you've created throughout this journey. Do a little audit and just look for areas of opportunity, right? This is, not a, this is not a place to criticize or judge. This is literally a place to say, okay, this is an area where I could just be a little bit more consistent. Don't try to overhaul everything at once. If you find multiple areas that you could be more consistent in, pick one to start with and get really, really good at doing that thing, and then you move on. You audit again. What can I, what, I'm, this is, this is, I don't even have to think about this. This is just a habit. I don't have to think about it. It's like brushing my teeth. What can I improve on now? And keep going down the line and just be as consistent as you possibly can. Not perfect, consistent. Over and over and over again. And that will help you get the results that you want. Number seven is you've been dieting too long. So I talked about this a little bit um, about the deficit. So taking a hard look, um, we need to start transforming the way we look at nutrition and diets. So there's a million and 12 reasons to work on your nutrition and fitness that have nothing to do with being in a diet. So we need to start looking at diets as a season or a phase versus a lifestyle. And this is a problem that the diet industry has, has sold to us. I actually saw a post in a nutrition group the other day that said, why is everyone so anti-diet? And I'm not anti-diet. 
I am anti-making diet your lifestyle. I am pro having a healthy relationship with food, a healthy relationship with exercise. I am pro building the body that you want, transforming your life, creating happy hormones and um, healthier vision overall. However, this chronic need to feel like we need to continue to do more on the exercise, less on the food, is something that needs to be stopped because it's not doing you any favors and it's not gonna be getting you the results that you want. I see it time and time and time again. A lot of the women that come to work with me are under eating. And so one of the first things that we have to do is what's called a reverse diet to get our calories back up so that we can get our metabolism where it needs to be. If you stay in a lifestyle of dieting, you're going to run out of places to cut. You can only exercise so much. You can only reduce food so much. You're going to keep hitting wall after wall after wall versus taking the time to reverse your way back up find a healthier place with your metabolism, then we have a really great place to cut from. Nutrition is meant to be done in phases. And again, nutrition isn't just a diet. Fat loss isn't just a diet. There's so many more components. I did a reel on Instagram the other day, it was pretty fun, um, that talked about everyone wanting to get, the, get abs or get that lean tone look for summer, yet we have spent no time building muscle. And so when we cut, we don't have anything underneath. Um, and that's a really, really big problem that a lot of women are starting to see, especially as we get into our later 30s, especially as we get into menopause. It's like, where's my muscle? Um, I've spent most of my life dieting, so I don't have any muscle there. So looking at your nutrition as more uh, of cycles and seasons versus I always have to be trying to do less. I always have to try to, to exercise more. Um, I've, I've said it before, one of the biggest things that I, I really see when I do audits, when I do discovery calls with women, is the tendency to overtrain and undereat or just go, go to extremes. And so finding that middle place to say, okay, um, this is gonna be my, my diet phase, I'm gonna do this, then I'm gonna go back to maintenance for a while. There's a reverse in between, there's maintenance. Sometimes in order to build muscle, we go into what's called a bulk. Um, we'll talk about that another day because that has a really negative undertone to it for a lot of women but different phases, bulking back to maintenance and then back into cuts. There's multiple different phases with your, with your nutrition and dieting doesn't need to be the answer all the time to transform your body and to transform your health. So chronic dieting all the time just gives us a, gives us a giant brick wall, giant brick wall. There's nowhere to keep going. Um, eventually you will, everyone will plateau. There's, everyone will plateau. But, um, but, but yeah, how, how can we avoid those plateaus and how can we keep our body happy and keep getting the results that we want? That's a different story. So avoid looking at diet as a lifestyle and look at it as a season or a cycle in your overall journey and your path. Number eight, this goes right along with that, is rushing into a cut before your body is ready. I am like patience. I don't even know what that is. Um, I am the most impatient person that you will ever meet, so I get it. We get into our head that we're gonna do certain things and we want it right now. That's kind of the society that we live in, it's what we've been trained to do. Um, but one of the biggest mistakes that we make and one of the reasons that we don't get the results that we want is we rush into a cut. Again, I just mentioned that there are cycles and there are phases of dieting. Um, so there's the maintenance phase. If you've been in a cut, we reverse up, we get into the maintenance phase, we stay there for a period of time, maybe even bulk, come back down. There are signs that your body is ready for a cut. One of those is being that your schmeck is in check, sleep, mood, hunger, energy, and cravings. But we're also looking for other things like the quality of your menstrual cycle if you're still doing that, um, your sex drive, um, your, your hair, your skin, um, 
your mood, your quality of sleep, your stress level, all these other things are indicators of what's going on hormonally, what's going on with your metabolism, and whether or not your body is going to be receptive to a cut. I'll be really transparent with you guys. After having shoulder surgery this past fall, I went into a, a bulk phase. Because why? Because you have to have food. You have to have energy in order to build muscle. And since my muscle was literally cut into, it was really important to build that back up as I heal and recover. Definitely got a little bit more fluffier than I wanted to in my midsection. And so when it came, um, it was about March, I decided that I was going to go into a cut. I'd spent a period of time in a bulk, spent a period of time in maintenance. I was ready to go. Got one week into that cut. I was hungry. I was grumpy. Um, I was craving things. And so those were all signals from my body that I wasn't as ready as I thought I was. And, you know, my body has been under a lot of stress over the past year, as a lot of us have, you know, surgery or not. And so that's a really good indicator that I need to listen, allow my body to trust me, bring it back to maintenance, and then try again. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. What most people don't realize is that we need multiple fat loss phases in order to achieve our fat loss results. Things like diet breaks, reverse diets, maintenance, those are all healthy parts of having a healthy metabolism and healthy hormones and things that need to be talked about a little bit more. because. What I see time and time again is women come to me and they'll say, I've been chasing those 20 pounds for five to 10 years. Um, and they've been attempting to diet that long. And so we can look at it as like, we can do multiple phases over maybe 18 months and get that 20 pounds off for good and it will never come back. Or we cannot take the appropriate breasts, we cannot take the appropriate diet breaks, we cannot do the appropriate reverse diet, and we can continue to chase that 20 pounds for another five years, maybe even get it off in six months, but it's gonna come back and then some. So kind of just looking at the bigger picture, I have this conversation with a lot of my pregnant and postpartum women, is that we're not really looking at tomorrow, we're looking at six months from now, 12 months from now, 18 months from now. What would it feel like to get those results that you're seeking and to know that they were yours for good. You weren't just borrowing them. They're yours for good. So making sure that you are ready for a cut is important. Um, and the last one is that you're impatient. And so this kind of ties along with everything else. And I've already mentioned this. And it really, truly is one of the saddest things that I, that I see in the line of work that I do is that women will put in the work and they will do all the foundational pieces, which... Um, the basics are really, really important. I'm actually in the process of a paid accountability challenge right now with women that we're literally focusing on the basics. It's not shiny, it's not sexy, it's not even hard. We're focusing on protein steps, water, sleep, and stress. Those are all foundational pieces. And so I see it time and time and time again, women will work these foundational pieces. They'll get really good at it, they'll get really solid, but they're not patient enough. And again, I just told you, I don't even know what that word means. They're not patient enough to stay the course to make sure that it works. They start to look at these other diets, these other plans, these other workout things, um, supplements, whatever, and it gets all shiny. They get um, shiny object syndrome. They're like, okay, I'm gonna plan, I call it plan hopping. And so, you know, truthfully, when people go through my Strong Mamas and Macros program, um, it's getting, it's getting, it got just got a complete revamp. It's a 16 week program. My goal is for you to go through 16 weeks with me and you don't ever need another coach. You don't ever need anybody else to tell you how to do anything because you are able to take ownership of your own process and go through these phases. The diet industry, sorry to just, you know, go go there, but they literally make money off of you plan hopping and plan hopping and plan hopping. It's how their marketing and their advertising works. And it really is one of the hardest things about my job is to watch people plan hop, plan hop, plan hop. I'm going to start this on Monday. I'm going to start this 
July 1st. So I'm going to start this New Year's Day, whatever it is, is plan hopping and not having the follow through, the patience and the consistency to let what you're doing work. And that is maybe all of these are really important reasons why I see women get frustrated and not get the results that they're seeking. But that's a really big one is, is having the patience. And that is where whether it's a, uh, a friend like coming into this community, guys, you can make any post you want in this community um, as long as it's not harmful and as long as it's relative to the topic that it's designed for and ask for an accountability, ask for somebody that will check in with you. You don't have to hire a coach if that's not in your budget or if that's just not something that you're interested in, but having the consistency and the patience, that's where coaching, accountability, things like that really come into play and are really, really beneficial. I tell my clients all the time. I have multiple coaches for multiple different areas in my life and there's a lot of things that my coaches coach me on that I know. Uh, but when it comes to the patience and it comes to the consistency, that's where, that's, that's the bread and butter. That's the bread and butter. So um, I hope that these are helpful. I hope that this gives you something to pause on and something to really look at if you're spinning your wheels and you're frustrated with your results. And I hope it gives you something that you can take action on immediately that you can say, hey, this is what I need to do to get results even if that means hitting the pause button for a moment to rest and recover so that you can come back in and, and just really, really nail, really nail your goal, really, really get after it and um, make sure it sticks around. So I would love to let, for you to let me know in the comments, any of these that really resonated, any of these that hit home, any of these that you're going to take a deeper look in, anything that you have questions about as we move forward for future lives, I would love to continue to provide you value that is helpful and will help you on your fitness and fat loss journey. Until next time, I will see you guys again soon. Have a great rest of your day. Bye guys.